0: I'm Matt McGowan with the Baseball Playground. We're here with such an exciting guest, Jared Halpert, probably arguably the best coach in California, hmm. or at least that's what I think. Um, coach Halpert, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Tell us a little bit about your journey and how you even got to being the coach at Harvard Westlake and Team USA
1: and, and all those amazing things you've done. Talk about me, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna do it quickly. Um, Played for Tom Usborne. grew up in Chatsworth. You know, the, the history before that is, is Little League and, and, you know, travel baseball and stuff. But uh, Tom Musenborn is, is where it started, uh, Chatsworth High School. Uh, went to Fresno, played for Mike Baitzel. Um Love both of those men. Um, definitely very influential uh, in, you know, me personally and my upbringing, my, my baseball background. Um, I got away from baseball. Uh, and I went into fire after college. Lacour, who was the assistant uh, for Museborn at Chatsworth, um, just got the Harvard Westlake job like three years prior. Was, you know, was killing it. Was was doing some things. Fire just just wasn't quite working out for me and and where I was location wise. Uh, there was an opportunity to to kind of jump back in. Gunts, who was one of my one of my longest best friends, was was coaching with Museborn and, you know, conversations in between seasons was, was always fun to talk baseball. And he just, you know, he kept kind of nudging me like, Hey man, you're, you're going to get back into it. Um, opportunity jumped in. I was, man, I was the middle school baseball coach. Uh, I was running like the 13U. I had absolutely no idea what I was doing. I was terrible. Um, you know, realized very quickly, like I'm sure most of us do that, playing and coaching are two separate universes. Um, yeah, man. Just kinda hit the ground running and, you know, tried to learn as much as I could, had some opportunities, maybe uh stuck my my big nose into some some doorways that probably shouldn't have when it came to USA and, and whatnot. Um uh, but I think like anything, um, you know, it's 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 connections it's it's who you know and opportunities and and you got to get in and and work hard and go grab some things um you know the the USA avenue was i don't know tom usborn kind of paved that way Matt lacour jumped in you know i got to shake some hands that I, I otherwise wouldn't be able to and you know like i said i just kind of forced myself in i want to do this um you know but what an amazing experience right i mean
0: you're the head 15 u coach yeah. You get to select your team.
1: Um, you're in North Carolina.
0: Talk to yeah. us about that process. Talk yeah. to us about the talent that you saw.
1: You know, I, I, and I probably shouldn't, but I, I put my foot in my mouth maybe more than I I should. Um, USA just doesn't do a good enough job promoting what what it is. Uh, they, they really don't. You know, I don't think anybody really knows how to get involved. Um, it, it's like this, you know, It's not an underground, you know, low key, you know, but, but it's not promoted enough, right? Um, Sister owned, you know, entity of Major League Baseball. And, you know, why isn't it on the MLB network? And why isn't it just blown up all over the place? Because, um, you know, leading up to and and the preface for me saying, it is, it's arguably the coolest experience I think you can, you can possibly have on a baseball field. And every time I hear, you know, Mookie Betts kind of, kind of hit hit the nail on the head this year when the microphone was in front of him regarding USA is like baseball is, is amazing in its own right. And I have no experience in professional baseball, but when he was comparing it to his professional experience, like this is the coolest thing I've ever done. Uh, It's like, yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't bull, man. Like that was real because being able to literally represent, you know, your, your nation Whoever cares about it, and and to the the degree and magnitude of what it's worth, you know, going to Mexico and having five thousand Mexicans, you know, screaming at you while you're playing Mexico in Mexico. I mean, that was like, yeah, amazing. this is the coolest thing I've ever done. You know, th- this is so cool. So, um, yeah, I mean, the the process um is is brutal. It's lengthy. You know, seven days and one hundred and twenty degrees in Arizona. Um, and you're at every single game. I, I think some of the coaches that I've seen cycle through, I certainly won't say them by name that kind of, <laughs> that don't make it essentially and phase out of the, the track to being a part of the, the coaching unit of it. Um, it's cause it's a grind, man. Like it's, it's not some glorious, you know, we're going to throw you, you know, a thousand dollars of gear and, you know, and wave you down with giant leaves and feed you fruit because you're so special. It's like, this is like what baseball is, man. Like this is, this is, this is a grind, man. Yeah. And, and I, right. And different to any other entity that's doing extracurricular baseball, you know, and, 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 no disrespect, it's just different um, because the the other organizations are focusing on the individual player, right, and the promotion of where USA is like this is this is about winning, man? This is a team thing, and, and this is what baseball is about. So, yeah, really cool, very fortunate to have anything to do with USA baseball, and, and I hope I can keep that going myself. So,
0: well, I, I think I hope they keep you going.
1: Yeah, me too, <laughs> me too, bro,
0: me too. Um, but the, you're so right. We talked to Paul Skeens. We've talked to, um. Oh, Jacob Wilson, Jack Wilson, you know, all these guys, uh, rock Radio, who have played with team USA. And they're like, that's the best experience I've ever had. Yeah. Um, Jacob Wilson told us that he played first base, yeah. you know, and yeah. he was like, I've never played first base before, but yeah. for my country, I'm going to do it. And <laughs> we're going to, we're gonna figure yeah. it out. Yeah. So, so you're a part of team USA. And, and for a lot of people that don't know, I, I'm a big believer in it. And you've seen me out there every year, um, going out to Arizona for the, for the junior Olympics, yeah. um, Talk to us about how influential that is for those players just to see the difference, because I feel like so many people get, I have kids, I, I coach kids in Burbank. I have kids that are in the Burbank bubble. All right. Right. But when would they get out there and they're like, Oh wow, this is, this is real. Like yeah. this is real baseball. This is Justin Lee throwing 94 right. at 16. Right, like, right, right. like talk to us about that.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean the, the root of it is, is, you know, what, what, what you alluded to Um, you know, exposure and, and even the the process of playing in front of, you know, coaches and scouts that are evaluating you. Um, I think that's maybe the most beneficial part for all the athletes. Um, you know, you can get comfortable in your backyard. You can get comfortable with, you know, your coach and, and your teammates and your parents are watching you and there might be a big game or situation, um, you know, at your high school, there might be a huge game, right? Championship games that your program has been to, and and not to take away uh, from mine either, uh, and any of those experiences, you know, traveling, um, in in an environment and on a professional fields, right? You're walking by, you know, the the Mariners have the Griffey and the Edgar Martinez thing, and like it's, you know, it's a little humbling, like wow, okay, this is this is different. Uh, and then, you know, seeing these old scary, you know, bearded USA guys walking around, um, you know, and everyone thinks they're special, uh, you know, it, it's, um, it's, it's the process, you know, it just is, it's, it's playing in front of um bigger scenes bigger scales there's a little it's a different type of pressure um i encourage you know all young men that aspire you know forget professional baseball um just to play the best baseball that you're at at any given time you know you need to be uncomfortable um that's what that's what the field is right it's it's the stage you know it's the arena people are going to watch you execute something against another team um you know, and, and and every notch on the belt of experience can help you. And I, and I think that USA baseball experience is a special one for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah being comfortable in an uncomfortable situation there you and, go. and having these kids realize that there is more baseball outside of right. your hometown or, right. or whatever. You might be the all-star here, but, you know, there's guys that are putting oh, yeah. in the work and, and grinding. Um, so you're the head coach at Harvard-Westlake. You've been to the CIF title multiple times. You've coached. My favorite high school player I've ever seen, Pete Crow Armstrong. Mm-hmm. At what point, first of all, did you know he was just gonna be an absolute stud? Because I would leave my games to go see your games yeah. to watch him play. I'll never forget the Huntington Beach game in the playoffs at your place where he just went he just went off. Yeah, I mean went it berserk. was he it was unbelievable.
1: Oh man. I, you know to when do you know? Like, I don't. You know, he was a he was kid famous when he was twelve. I heard know? they rolled the ball to him in the All Star game. They wouldn't pitch to him. They would roll the ball
0: so that he wouldn't he wouldn't hit. <laughs>
1: I'll give I'll give you this story. I think this story is more relevant than anything about you know when did you know or or how. I mean, I, I don't I don't think you you knew. I think I've we've all seen what extremely talented kids look like. I mean, uh, Drew Bowser's. Amazing. Wildly talented and, and guys like Will Gasparino and Bryce Raynor now and Jake Suttlesons and RJ Shreks and then arms like Jesse Bergen and you know there there's been there's been freaks that have come through um you know to to try to distinguish who was better or when did you know. I, I think a, a more interesting story is and I got to see this from an early age as well, being uh at Chatsworth in high school and having alumni games and all the former athletes, none by name, but all the former athletes were just so timid to jump on the fields and just kind of get dirty with the high school kids. And I even remember back then kind of being like, right, rightfully so, because it's, a, it's lose-lose, yeah. right? Like, if you get out there with the high school kids and someone does something better than you, or God forbid, you know, gets a hit off you in an alumni game or strikes you out, yeah. I mean, like all you can do is is pretty much fail coming back, and I and I, you know, would would think about it and go, yeah, man, I don't know what I would do. Um, Pete Pete comes back every year, and like it's just in the purest sense. There's, he could care less. He almost wants you to beat him because that'd be so cool for you to beat, you know, he's like, to beat me or to be better than me at something would be really cool. Um, I think that's when I knew, like, he's just, he's different. I think your phone just, your phone just spun off. (laughs) Um, He's different, man. You know, he, uh, he could care less. He just, he's going out there and. Punch him out and dropping fly balls and trying to do crazy things, and just and just being Pete. So, I think that's when I knew like this this kid's different for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean playing him as a freshman, um, you're or watching him play as a freshman and and all the way up is was just you know such a joy because yeah. it was I mean that class was
1: unbelievable. Yeah, that class was pretty good. That class was pretty special. The Chaos Kids. That was that was our that was our COVID class, you know. Yeah, that was a yeah, and that had was, Snyder, right? I mean was Snyder one. was another. He 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 wasn't in that class. He okay. he was he was before them. That class was Sam Biller, Tyler Gannis, Thomas McCaffrey. Tyler Gannis, a great kid. Oh my goodness. Um Yeah, that that was that was a home run class, man. Yeah, that that class was really special. So you've had all the success and one
0: thing that you know, I preach as a coach, and and I, I've called you multiple times, and I try to pick your brain and, and do do certain things. What makes your players so prepared for for that next level? Because everyone that gets to the next level seems to be, I mean, the guy as their team, right? Yeah. Like Drew Bowser, Habolki. I mean, all these guys are Shrek. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, all these guys come in and they are guys that. Are immediately
1: ready to compete yeah um you know i i don't I don't know if to to try to reflect and say it's anything they got at Harvard West like um you know they're they're everything that that we are as well right i mean if if you've been if you've been touched by baseball and now you're a coach right and and it's still your life um you love it and you're all in and then these are just Kids that are better than we were, right? Because that's Absolutely. that's that's why we're not in the position they're in. Um, they just love it, man. That's all. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I certainly wouldn't say it's anything special that we're doing. I think it's the kids. They're they're special. Um, the families uh, that they come from, their home lives that have supported and pushed them to go be the best version of themselves. I I really wouldn't say I, I don't think it's anything that that we're specifically doing. You know, I I think it's the kids themselves, and and you know. Um, their temperament, their character, you know, their talent, uh, and and just maybe the the professional approach that they've taken to the game. If anything, maybe um, just putting them all in the same place uh, so they can kind of hand that down of hey, this is this is how you do it. Yeah, the expectation. Right, like this is if if you want to get to this level, this this is what it looks like. This is how you go about it. Um, you know, is there more than one way? You know. There's more than one way to do a lot of things, but yeah. there's also kind of the, the guideline and outline of what professionalism looks like, and you know may, maybe from that component that they've been able to share with each other, this is how I've done it, you know, and it's worked out for me this way.
0: When I think of Harvard West, like I think of, and I think when I think of you, I think of Skip Bertman. I don't know if you know that name at all, but he was the LSU coach no. for for many years. Oh, yeah, had five titles, had one with Miami as well. But he, when he talks about his in his book, he talks about the system, right? Like and how like this is the system, and the numbers and the jerseys are the only things that change, yeah. right? And I feel like that's really what you've created, which is an amazing thing in our area. I mean, it's you know it's a one of the best programs you know up and down in the United States. So when you're creating this system and you see things as a coach, I want to know how do you. Identify an issue and say, "Hey, no, no, no! This is not where we want to go. This is how we want to go."
1: All right. Well, first, let let's. We've won one, okay? Since I've been there, at least. So you've been there a lot, though. We've we've been there a couple <laughs> times. So we've won one, um, and 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 I really appreciate you saying that. But you know, my system and what I've done is is just from from things that I've learned and and. The, the guys that have that taught me and, and Matt Lacour, uh, and and Tom Usborne, Um, you know, that that's what for me, that's what this system is, if, if we were gonna define it that way. Um that that's where this comes from. You know, that uh, I didn't I didn't create anything. Um, I paid attention and I listened and I learned as much as I could and and I took as much um from those two specifically as I as I um was able to uh, and I I would throw you know Joe Guntz in there as well as somebody that I learned from um who's Joe Guntz is
0: one of the best pitching coaches if not the best pitching coach in the area
1: Matt I've I've been around a I've been around a lot of pitching guys I've I've done you know I've been around. I've never met a better one. I really haven't. Um, you know, forget that that he's my friend. Uh Joe Joe is there's not there's not many better than Joe Guns w- whether it's development um you know, whether it's design and and growth um whether it's game management and and pitch calling and and evaluation on how you know we take what this guy can do and beat the opposition I mean Joe across the board is is as you mentioned is is one of the best in the country I think and and I'd put Matt LaCour and Tom Usborn you know w- wherever they're at as well as as some of the best so to say anything that I've done you know that's very flattering man but I I'm I've stolen everything. Um, you know, and and tried to not screw it up. Um to to say, you know, what if, if there's a problem and, and how do we fix it, you know, um I think you could probably bottle it all, bottle all of it up and, and just say it's, you know, um you, you just you try to do the right thing. Right? Yeah. Communication, right? I, yeah. I think, communication. I think it's just that simple. You know, yeah. We're we're gonna talk, we're gonna be open, we're gonna be vulnerable. Um, I'm not perfect, you know. You're not perfect. Um, let's let's just try to figure this out and try to put the best version of whatever it is that we're looking to do out there. I, I think as simple as that is to say, you know, that's difficult. That 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 is is very difficult to do. But if if you can get there, you know. Um... You talked about Tom Usborne, right? Yeah. I mean, he's a guy that
0: you know is a legend in our area. Mm. I mean, I think he's the only one that has had a public school win a national championship mm. multiple times um were you a part of one of those teams or
1: were you just right after that man we we were on the verge of being a part of that team i think we were you know there was a stretch of like twenty eight wins in a row and you know we had coming off our our junior year we we won it um in in uh in o one um you know we fall short in in o two Uh, but yeah, it was, it was kind of the, you know, wasn't the beginning of, of coach's success there by any stretch, but maybe it was the door opening to, you know, the conquering that, that coach did for, you know, the better part of a decade there. Um, as a player, you
0: know, and, and you being a guy who obviously went to Fresno state and, and, you know, could play the game at a very high level from what I, what I understand, What's the best advice you've ever gotten
1: from either your coach at Fresno State or, or Tom mm. Usborn in high school? Um I was a better athlete than a player. Let's clarify that. I wasn't a very good player. I was a good athlete. Man, I, I you know, I hate the cliche stuff. I really do, but it's something that I like to share with the kids a lot. And I think it, it, it resonated with me and and I get to use it, you know, um frequently is you know everybody wants to reflect on you know learn from losing you know you you know you win the game and if you don't then you learn from what happened and and you try to get better and and it's not right it's not incorrect that's a great sentiment um you know coach was like hey man we're gonna we're gonna win we're not gonna lose, and when we win we're gonna figure out what we can do to be better so we continue to keep winning you know and and I think that one was like, oh man like there there's some there's some secondary thinking, right? Like that—that's on another level of of expectation and what success looks like. Is you know, there's no complacency. Um, we're we're not going to be satisfied with a W, and just if we lose, then we'll learn. It, it was let's let's learn every day. Um, you know, the opponent wasn't our game. You know, ourselves, right? It, Chatsworth baseball was was the opponent, and if we screwed something up. Let's let's figure out how we can fix it so it doesn't affect us in this next one, and we can keep winning. I I always thought that was like, man, there's, you know, there's a warrior mentality. You know what I mean for you. So that I hung on. I think we all hung on to that one. Um, you know, Museborn uh, Museborn had a lot of sayings and and things that uh, you know we would we would reflect on and probably use all of us for a long time in our lives. So.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. that's amazing and and
1: yeah. you know, he's you know, he's
0: doing what he's doing over at Sierra Canyon he's and yep. and uh you know, those are always great battles
1: uh between Harbor Westlake. They're they're long, bro. They're long. I think we played three we had our three game series was a total of something like 12 hours and and 50 minutes or something like yeah. that. Uh trying to let the sun go down, I oh guess,
0: my huh? gosh. <laughs> Get yeah. some shadows in there.
1: You know, lots of Everyone out thinking themselves probably is what was going on.
0: One thing I want to transition to is, um, you know, we talk a lot about re- the recruitment process and and kids getting to the next level. You've been uberly successful getting kids to the next level. What would you tell a parent or what do you tell your parents? How do you get those kids in front of the right people?
1: Mm. Well, there, there's, there's grades. Um, there's the whatever percentage it is, but there's the I-don't-have-to-worry-about-you percentage, right, um, Pete, Pete's, yeah. and you can kind of work work your way, right, within that realm of um, I, I'm not going to need to do much. You're going to go play in the circuit. Everyone's going to know who you are. That's going to take care of itself. Um, you've got a very large section that is, you know, you, you've you've got to – you've got to be able to have a lot of um, realistic self-reflection. You got a lot of coaches and and people looking back that that are in the game, you and I included and say, Hey, you know, division one, like, yeah, go be a junior college player. Go, go be a division three player. Just, just, it can happen for you at any time. Right. And if you're not at this point at this time, you don't need to freak out. Just, you know, let the bones fall where they lie and go be the best. And that, that's a great speech, but, that's not what anybody wants to hear. Absolutely. And you know what? I didn't either. And I don't it's 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 not wrong, once again, man. Like that's not the wrong approach and and theory, um but it's not realistic and you know, I think if if that's what you're looking for if if, you know, families are like, "Hey, it's D1 or bust for us." Well, we've got to give them some insight on, "Hey, um the truth is, Right, it's not looking that way right now. Um, you're not you're not there yet, athletically speaking, and that's what college looks like. Th- this is a business. These coaches have families, just like we do, and their job is to win. And if you can't help them win, then they they can't use you. Um, okay, so you try to give them some some clarity, uh, and then you move to where are we missing? All right. Let's just I I try to fast forward and just go there. Where, where are you not good enough, and why aren't you already committed or looking at Division One schools, or aren't they looking at you? Um, and if you can help expose, I think the athletes and the families to this is where it would appear that you're inefficient, then let's just work on it. Let's do everything we can to try to improve it. And if we fall short, and falling short means you're playing at a division two, a division three, an NAIA, or some junior college baseball, you're still in the game and let's keep grinding. Which once again, wonderful sentiment, and we'd all hope that it would go that smoothly. Um it's never gonna go that smoothly. And my experiences abs- abs- <laughs> and, and neither neither have mine. Um, and you're not asking me, you know, how do you combat or how do you avoid? uh, But I just, man, the truth has for me as always led, led the best path. Um, people are upset by it. They may not want to hear it. They, I'm dead wrong and I have no idea what I'm talking about. And that might be true too. Uh, but here's the truth and, and you move on. And I, and I think the other, which I've, I, you know, I, mentioned it maybe kind of second-handedly but we we are not uh we don't coach at you know the university of right we we coach at the high schools that we're at um we do everything we can to try to help improve and develop and then expose Mm -hmm. our athletes to those those coaches and and whoever's that are recruiting for these places but the bottom line is we're not recruiting for them and all we can do is help you be the best version of yourself and then try to put you in front of them. And at, at that point, that's all anybody can do.
0: You're absolutely right. And I think, you know,
1: hard realities
0: are tough for some players to hear. Um, and But I think, though, that, you know, sometimes it's the parents that are trying to live this dream. And, and you know, I have, a, I have a different socioeconomic group, right? So it's like, hey, man, you're... Great, you're a D1 guy, but they're not going to give you any money, and you can't afford to go there. So, why don't you go D2 and yeah. play? Or, why don't you go in AI and yeah. get 90% and be an All American? Yeah. Um, because yeah. you still have that opportunity. And I think so many parents are so wanting to be that, oh, it's an ego thing, right? Like, oh, D1 is. or D1 or bust. And, yeah, of course, it is. And you know, we tell, I tell the kids, you know, you want to go to USC, I can get you on the team, yeah. like, but you're not going to play, right? And you're not, you're, that's not your. That's not going to be what's best for you later on in life. Right. So, what are your thoughts about showcases and camps? I'm a big believer in camps because they get a little bit more one-on-one talking to and, right. and things like that. Where right. showcases, you're kind of at a cattle call, or, right. or you know that's what they used to call them. But right. Right. what are your thoughts on that?
1: <laughs> We've had some success with with both uh, the the camps. I think right now with this new rule um yeah. you know and i'm sure we're all trying to n- yeah man like what's this going to look like um the camps are going to be huge moving forward which you know we have we have a private business i know you have a private business at least you're starting one or yeah. if have started one um the navigation of that is going to look a little different i think um showcases and the cattle calling uh which is it's fair to say that um we, we have had success in identification, which is is the first part of it. And, you know, maybe I, I left that out in how we handle the recruiting process for the wide range of athletes. Um, reaching out to schools is, is a big one. And, you know, I'm a high academic, um, whether I have the financial means or not, um, to go to, right, once again, you can name it. Um, but... I want to go to your school. These are right, these are my grades. This is my test score. I'm very interested in in academics and athletics. You're going to be at this showcase. I'm going to be there as well. You know, I'd love a chance to shake your hand. Um, I, w- I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that that showcases aren't serving a, a very vital role in the recruiting process. I think where um, the disillusion is is you know, we're going to seven showcases. And it's like, okay, you need to go to one. They need to see you. Um, And if you have a bad day, right, we're still, as as you know, like we still know what it looks like, right? We know what a good swing looks like. We know how you handle yourself if you're not having a good day and what that looks like. And can we have that character, right, a, a part of our program? Can we help that individual? Your arm action, your, you know, your pitch shape, even if it's not sharp, right? There's... There's ways for coaches, and especially collegiate coaches, to sift through a bad showcase and say, "Hey, we want to see more of this kid." Um, but the showcase atmosphere, you know, is kind of like, "Hey, one and done is good, uh, and then they need to see you play baseball games. Uh, and I think that's where I share uh, with, with my families and, and anyone that is inquiring, you know, you need to be seen. Right, Um, and then from then from then on, it's it's go play in front of them and share with them. This is where I'm playing, Um, you know. And do they have an interest? You know.
0: Well, I think you do a great job with legacy. You, you, I mean, you guys are on Twitter with with every guy, right? Like every guy that thumbs bleed. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And that's you know, we we really preach that with the baseball playground. Like Twitter gives you access that we did not have. Right. You
1: know. Yeah, for sure. Oh my goodness.
0: it was it was it's a different game now and right. if people can really understand the twitter and the sphere that 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 you know that that can you know create right um you can get in front of any coach you want right you know or at
1: least give them the opportunity to see you play right so in, in a sh- right in a showcase it's you know it's a screen showcase essentially is is what it is you know our guys signing off of twitter Pro- probably not you know there might be some one offs where an injury and he and he just jumped out and you know, ninety-two to ninety-four with a slider, and it's like, yeah, we could we could throw that kid some money and not and not see him too much. Those aren't happening. But to your point, yeah, man, you know, I I can't tell you how many times the plug on Twitter has been, hey, what do you got on this guy? You know, we just saw your post. You know, um, and uh, yeah, I, I I I agree, man. The the platform of social media and video content, which which is soul crushing at times. You know, we're about to go to Georgia and have three teams at one time playing, you know, Joe and I and and Matt are going to be, you know, like I said, man, thumbs bleed. We're going to we're going to need to tape our wrists for how much button mashing we're going to be doing, but uh it's worth it, man. It's worth it and and we have had a lot of success in in helping place kids, if you will, um which I don't, you know what? I'm going to change that. We're not placing anybody. Um introduce athletes to colleges and and let that process naturally take its place because you know there is there is a a darker side of this that I think people are taking advantage of you know which is the idea that you're you know, you're placing kids.
0: Yeah, oh yeah. Um, There's guys that go, co- hey, give me give me a thousand, couple thousand bucks and I'll get you on a team because I know a guy and and right. that's that's just the wrong right. way to go about
1: it. Right. Cause I, you know, the idea of cause I know a guy, you know, and I always go back to, you know, those guys that you know have families and their success is dependent, um, or their their family's livelihood is dependent on their success. So to think that, you know, I know a guy is gonna get me on a on a roster, like, man, that's that's some.
0: Well, not only that too. College coaches leave all the time. Right. So like, great. You're right. oh cool. He got you on there, and then yeah. like, well the next guy came who has no affiliation with yeah. anyone that you know, and yeah. now it's a really, it's a tough, tough gig. Yeah, for sure. Speaking about legacy, if I can, you guys yeah. are going to North Carolina this year. Yeah, yeah. With, yeah, yeah. With your top team, is that that's like talk to us about that because that's only that's like the best teams in the country. Yeah. it's 16 teams, I believe. Right. In North Carolina for Team USA, right, right, in front right. of every scout and everybody that's going to be there. Yeah, talk to us about that because that's for those elite players that are in Arkansas, in Texas. Right. that's where you need to be on a team like this to get in front of those
1: the, the right people. Yeah, it helps, you know, and I and I appreciate you plugging it that way to say like you need to be, you know.
0: If you're a top elite guy, if you're one of the, the, the elite members, the max clarks yeah. know, type of guys, you wanna be yeah, something like this.
1: Yeah, you know, Matt, I, I would I would just say that to to that point more than anything, um if if you're if you're a baseball player, let's let's not even say a competitor. If you're a baseball player, uh you just you wanna seek out the best all the time. And the summer platform has created an opportunity for some of the best athletes from, from coast to coast to meet at, at the same location and, you know, and kind of mano-a-mano this thing, which different than what USA Baseball is looking for, right? Because they're looking for what can you do to help this team win? Um, But, you know, when you're, when you're promoting essentially yourself, which that is, also a real right that yeah. baseball offers business right that that's that's what this industry is it is a business it is a probably a trillion dollar business at, at this point in time um and, and if that might even be short um but yeah i mean we're you know everyone is helping athletes promote themselves you know max clark go go face some of the top arms in the country and you know fuck man, put the cleats on and let's go and, let, and let's yeah. see and let's see what you got um that's that's pretty that's pretty special, you know. Um, once again, to to navigate what the recruiting and collegiate landscape is going to look like, you know, I don't I don't know if it's going to be as um, detrimental, instrumental, you know, or to the kids um, moving forward. But I I do know that, you know and if if you want to get sharper then, you know, you got to you got to face something that's going to get you sharper. So, you know, getting getting a chance to do that is cool. You and I though, like here here's the reality. I mean, if you play in if you play in Southern California, if you play in Texas, if you play in Florida, and no disrespect to any other state, but come get some, yeah. you know. Um you're you're playing the best, you know. I mean, J- Justin Lee Friday night, you know, Ninety-five with with the split, like, yeah. oh, you don't need to go to North Carolina to see that, you know. what I you mean, like, yeah. And, and who's opposing him? Bryce Rainer? Right, bro. and then yeah. Justin, go face Bryce Rainer, right, and don't don't miss, you know, because uh, if if you do, he's gonna touch you too, you know. They kind of got each other. Yeah. Notre Dame won that one this year, yeah. but but um. I think
0: one one of the balls landed on the parking lot, or the parking structure. Right?
1: Majestic, bro. It was, <laughs> it was it was it was fun. I wish the result would have would have been different but for that young man and for that you know environment that was pretty cool yeah now how is it you know Bryce Rainer arguably the number 1 player
0: in the country at his age group talk to us about that how how do you deal with that i i bet i mean he's he's uh he's committed now but yeah. before that it must have been every team trying to reach out or or how how did that
1: no, not, not 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 that, not that crazy. Okay. You know, I think schools also have a very realistic yeah, look on get. Yeah, you know, and and once again, not calling anyone out by name, but you know, there's some schools that know they probably don't have a chance and how much time and effort are they going to right sacrifice in and, and trying to grab a guy like that. There's also the element of professional baseball, you know. Um and 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 you know, do I think he's capable and, and is it a, you know, a likely chance? Like I, I sure do. Um, you know, but, but there's also that element as well. How much time and effort, you know, are you going to spend, um, in a guy that's should, in my opinion, get his name called really early next year? You know, that's, that's also something to, you know, to digress when you're talking about it.
0: What advice would you give a parent who has no idea what, where to even
1: start? Oh man. Yeah, that that one's tough. Um, because if you have no idea, then I guess you, you may not know what you know what car salesman sounds like. Which no disrespect to, to the car industry or the ones selling the cars, but right the, the idea of, um, I th- I think like anything, man. If if you care enough, you you got to ask. You got to dig in, and you just got to start having conversations. Um, you know, you can you can certainly start with your high school coach, um it's healthy and it is appropriate for parents to try to stay away this is your 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 son's right this is your son's life it is his team it is his process and growth and at the same time uh you are a parent and you you better get in there um you know i i try to encourage my own parents as much as i can um and and everyone that that we have under our scope you know you know don't don't talk to me or because I said so you know that that's just not good enough man like that that's not what this is and if and if that's your response as a coach you're you're missing drastically what what this should be so maybe my overall advice to parents is start start with your coach, whatever coach you have in front of you if that's who you've entrusted with your child, start there you know ask them how do we do this? who should we talk to if it isn't you? You know, and, and to that point as well, if that's the answer, you know, well, you shouldn't talk to anyone else because I know all, you know, there's another, there's another, there's another red flag to maybe try to find someone else to talk to because, you know, I'm going to bet you and I have never, you know, uttered those words from our mouths. You know, I I, I don't know half of anything um, and I'm always trying to find answers. So, you know, communication is always going to be the key here. It is on the field and it is off the field and if you're not sure of anything, then just keep asking until maybe uh, the repetitiveness of the answer is what you come across. Because then that's probably the truth is is find some consistency in answers and, and go from there.
0: Coach, I have three more questions for you. Okay, it's called cool. our last three outs. Nice. Favorite food?
1: Huh. Oh, I mean, I'm fat right now. So <laughs> <laughs> that changes. Favorite food? Um Let's just go Mexican, man. I let's just bottle it up and do it right. It's SoCal. Yeah, you can't beat Mexican food. Yeah.
0: yeah. I could eat that every day. I think I do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm a big Baja Fresh guy. Shout out to Baja Fresh. Nice, you
1: nice. Know? Um favorite movie. Oh I mean, it's you know, it's Braveheart, it's three hundred, you know, I'm total total dude, you know, hero, uh, you know, heroic fantasy. So let's just go with Braveheart, do it right, yeah. Favorite baseball player alive or dead? Darren Erstead. No question. So upset that he's not he's not in Nebraska anymore. He was their kicker there. He was their head coach for a handful of years. Um man, I I grew up on Angels baseball. I'm a diehard, even though it just pains me right now. <laughs> um and Artie, you know, Artie Moreno has still been uh, the owner, but but Darren Erstead was such a savage and just kind of embodied like you know there there were cooler ball players like you know Griffey is obviously the king there were better more talented athletes and and there will be uh but as far as you know what I think baseball offers and you know what what every young developing man should aspire to to get from the game and and what it is like he just he kind of did it man he was you know he was gritty he was tough you know there was always some chew like dripping down his jersey like he was he was a dog man he was he was the best yeah
0: i went to fan fest it was angels had the uh, um what was it the all star game years back like early you know 2010s yeah. 12s or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh I see Darren Erstad and I go up to him and I go, my favorite Darren Erstad moment is when he trucked that catcher. Oh, absolutely. And just lit him up absolutely. like the 4th of July. Absolutely. And I brought that up to him. I was like, that was my favorite moment. And he's like, oh, I got him good. Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I played football. Yes. I know. I'm like, yeah, you you showed him. <laughs> oh, he, he got him real good. It was awesome. Yeah, it was okay. Coach, thank you so much for being on the baseball playground. Couldn't. I couldn't be more happy with having you on. I mean, I've been looking forward to this for a long time. Cool. I know. I've been, I'm sorry. No, You've been (laughs) been busy. So, um, but I appreciate it. Legacy, if you guys are interested in travel baseball, please look out for Legacy and their baseball group and they'll be traveling the country this summer. So thank you.
1: Thank you. I'm Jared Halpert, head coach at Harvard Westlake High School. Uh, I've been a part of USA for about nine years, was the 15U head coach, and this is Baseball Playground.